So you're right, you're gonna be in the eye of the storm, right? And then we're gonna add special effects, but you're gonna look off to the distance and say, see a cow flying in the air, and you don't know why it's flying. You go, okay, I got it. Roll. That's a cow. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to episode 128. This episode of TNC we talk about is DC going beyond, Lego be popping, and Anton takes us into the room where it happens. I'm Al Flores. And I'm Anton Duong. That was not that long. <laughs> you know you what? It was it's, a really long intro. I, it's gonna be longer than usual. That's ten words oh. for that last for that last phrase. So oh, the okay. last headline. All right. Yeah. All right, so before we start the show, I am drinking coffee. This is not my normal thing. You know, I, I guess, you know, when you become a parent and if you're not a coffee drinker, you're going to start to want some caffeine in your, your diet. Yeah. So yeah. I'm drinking uh, this uh, thing called iced coffee. Nitro? It's not just any iced coffee. It's uh, from this uh, place called uh, Brooklyn Water Company. And these guys usually do bagels, and their bagels taste really good because they uh, triple osmosis filter their water. They have a really big tank yeah. at the very uh, front of their store. Um, so what makes this uh, coffee special is that they use the water, and also their coffee doesn't water down. And I'll tell you why. They call it the iced coffee cupsta because the the ice is coffee. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That, that, I don't know if you've ever seen that before. Yeah, that's because uh, I follow a lot of like those uh, food food Instagram accounts and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And uh, I think like Tip Hero is one of them. And mm-hmm. yeah, that's one of like the tips they give is make make two batches of coffee, uh, freeze one, and then let the other one chill, and then just use the ice cubes to keep it from di- diluting too much. Yeah. So the ice cube is made of coffee, which is kind of cool. Yeah. No, like that's it. yeah. I like it. It's just a lot. Of, I think a, even though coffee's super cheap in general, it's I think a lot of mm-hmm. companies don't want to spend that extra money to make ice. Yeah. 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 So yeah, uh, for the past two weeks, I've been trying to put more coffee in my body, try to get used to it. I'm more of a tea guy. Uh, I know you're a tea guy. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, tea. I mean, it's 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 weird. I, I'm ever since I wrote wrote uh, wrote uh, read that book, caffeinated. I've been mm-hmm. really aware of my caffeine levels. Mm-hmm. So I will before if I get to the office or whatever, or when the office is open, uh, I would kind of gauge my tiredness level. If I was like yeah. super drained, I'd go for coffee. If I was just mm-hmm. kind of like, yeah, I'm good. But I mean, maybe a little bit to get get my day started. I'll make like a tea or something like that. Or yeah, yeah. So it just depends. So what's your go-to tea now? Are are you still a rooibos type of guy, or are you? Oh uh, no, I was never rooibos. <laughs> that was no? you. <laughs> no, yeah. uh, that thing kicked my, the. I think kicked the back of your throat. No, yeah. uh, <laughs> for me, I like the the vanilla rooibos. It, it tasted good. Okay, it sounds like it kind of mellowed out. Yeah, yeah rooibos is a weird because it's a root, right? Yeah. Uh, it's a weird taste because it has it's earthy and it, you almost want to compare it to cinnamon, but it's not cinnamon. It's like another kind of spice to it. It's, yeah, it's, it's a, a whole different thing. category. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, no, my go-to honestly, you know what? Some of the surprisingly, one of the, my go-to teas now is the Kirkland green tea one. Oh yeah, it's a bl- the, uh, I, I, I forget the name of the company. Is it Etoin? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, I remember the logo. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like it. It's a, it's a blend of, uh, uh, I forgot which, which green tea, but also matcha. They put like matcha mm-hmm. in there, so it's a blend. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's good. It's good. I, I enjoy that one. Mm-hmm. All, All right. right, dude. Let's get into week updates. Uh, what's going on? Uh, so I actually ordered uh, 
some mess for my coworker because her mom uh quit her job for you know safety reasons or not quit but okay they, they yeah she left her job for safety reasons so she started making masks to kind of make some money on the side mm-hmm. and i'm digging some of the ones she made so they're triple layered and i got this superman one badass hey yeah. i see batman in there too yeah it threw me off because if, if i look at the <laughs> oh no sorry i meant to say i meant to show this side oh okay yeah, but it's but the pattern that she used like for the fabric, it has like Batman in there mm-hmm. too, which is a weird looking That's Batman. Cool. I'll try to send you a picture later on. Yeah, uh, the way they drew his teeth kind of makes him look like he has fangs. <laughs> uh, so is that made also- from like uh, bed sheets or something? Or, or um- no, the, they buy the actual the fabric from LA. Oh yeah, that's right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so they just got the, and then I also got this angels one too. Oh, that's cool. That's awesome. Yeah. So yeah, I'm like some little things. I'm like it's not bad. And I, uh, Martha mm-hmm. liked them too because the way they size it's very comfy. Uh, mm-hmm. so I ordered her this like cheetah print one, and I ordered a stitch one. Yeah. Oh, nice. <laughs> hey, it was Stitch Day a couple of days ago, right? Yep. Uh, June twenty yeah. sixth. Experiment six two six. Cool. Yeah. Uh, not, not much. Like, you know what, dude? One thing I will say, though, uh, COVID uh, positive cases are feeling like they're getting closer to home. Like, I'm starting to hear more people around me that have been tested positive uh, than before. Yeah. From the very beginning, I mean, I had a feeling that eventually it, it will be uh, like someone near us will have it. Like, it was just a yeah. matter of time. Yeah. Well, Mar- yeah. Martha's family, well, extended family, they've been hit hard. So, uh, mm-hmm. well, I mean, it was aware, but just the, the people, uh, it, it's annoying, especially at this point where you know how you can reduce, not not eliminate the risk altogether, but reduce yeah. the risk dramatically of, of catching it. And yeah. people are uh, at just least not- like to prepare yourself and. Uh, to keep your distance away from keep your distance areas. mask yeah. like this is yeah. you know this comfy it's, it's simple it's simple fabric it's three layers mm-hmm. uh i i love the people who said well the the virus is super tiny so that's like trying to stop water with the gate with the with a chain leak fence i'm like no <laughs> the the virus travels on water droplets and the fabric you know the water droplets get caught in the fabric <laughs> yeah so if someone was sick for example and they cough yeah. It's it, most of it stays inside of their their masks. Yeah, and yeah, some may come out of the um, the mask itself, but still, it's yeah. not going to go that far. It, it goes a lot further when someone's not wearing a mask. It's not as far, and there's less of it mm-hmm. in the air. The the part that does that does escape, but yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's it, it's it annoys me because I'm like, it's one thing if you caught it in February or March when we really didn't know much about the virus, where it was, and who had it, or even test for it. But now yeah. that we do have testing, we do have certain procedures in place. It's it's avoidable, or I mean, you yeah. know, it's 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 at least a fight a fight you can try to win. Yeah, I do have an employee at my workplace. I'm not gonna say who. Um, we keep it, you know, on the down low. But um, that person started having symptoms over the past weekend, and uh, the symptoms was not tasting. Oh, yeah, that's a big correctly. one. Correctly, yeah, yep. and also not smelling. Yeah, uh, certain things. So, yeah, that that's kind of like a big thing. And then that person didn't show up to work for two days, and we're kind of like you know worried. So we gave that person a text, and they texted back saying that that's what their symptoms are at the moment, and they don't want to okay. get anybody sick. Well, that's good. So you know, yeah. So we're we're, we're keeping hey, that person. Do you uh, know? Do you know if yeah, they go got? Do you know if they were going to get tested or if they got tested? Or are they just trying uh, to avoid? I, I think that person did get tested, but the, that person is waiting for the results. Okay. Uh, but actually, at the same time, quarantining. Martha's sister-in-law just got tested a couple days ago, and the results are super quick. I think it only took like, well, they told her 20 minutes, but it took her less than an hour to get her results. 
Uh, yeah, I think there's different tests that you can take. The one that my wife did uh, was the one where you spit into like a little tube. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I think that I, one within a couple hours, you get the results right away. I think I prefer that one as opposed to what they call the, the nose, the nose picker. Oh, the nose picker. Yeah, that's the worst one. It feels like uh, someone's sticking up all the way to your brain. Yeah. 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 Because there's, uh, yeah, the brain picker. That uh, because yeah, they go through your nose, not just the inside of the nostril, but they go through the cavity and hit the mm-hmm. back of your throat through your nose, which is going to be a weird, a weird thing. Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. Uh, <laughs> besides all that, uh, I mean, best uh, to whoever is, you know, infected or, you know, know anybody that is, uh, I mean, only time will tell. Um, yep. I wish there's a cure as soon as possible, but we just have to wait it out until then. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. All right, Anton. I uh, ready to get into some of the news that's mainly yes. been impacted by COVID. <laughs> yeah, let's get into news. All right. All right, so DC's been talking to Michael Keaton. Uh, you guys might remember him from the older 90s uh, Batman movies. Uh, mm-hmm. Movie. I think he was only in one. Mm-hmm. Uh, with Catwoman. I think that was the one. Uh, so he's been in talks with DC to come back for the next Batman movie or a Spider-Man movie. Spider-Man? Batman? Or Batman. Was? Batman. I don't think it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Batman movie. But multiple movies. So... So, okay, this- before you even say anything, my wish would be uh-huh. Batman Beyond. Yes, that's what everybody's <laughs> hoping for too. Yeah. And it I love the reaction on Twitter when this happened because the 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 call for a Batman Beyond franchise is so strong and it 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 melted my heart to like know that Batman Beyond, which I loved the freaking cartoon as a kid, yeah. uh, is back. And it was, uh, was it Will Friedle, the, the older brother from Boy Meets World that voiced uh, Terry McGinnis uh, who played <laughs> mm-hmm. Batman Beyond? Um, I, I really hope so, dude. And, and Michael Keaton as like an older Bruce Wayne, that'd be awesome. <laughs> yeah, that would be freaking awesome. Yeah, uh, I'm uh, I'm pretty excited. I don't. Yeah, we don't really know the whole details, but let's let's hope that it's Batman Beyond. Um, and I, you know what? I, I I'd be very happy if they had you know more of a vibe of something like um. I know it's gonna be live action. But yeah. I want it to be more of a vibe of like Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse uh, movie style. Oh, okay. Like uh, that type yeah. of, uh, you know, feel to it. Well, and I was also thinking about like the, the futuristic scenery from, you know, the, the New York in the future or uh, Gotham yeah. in the future. Yeah. Uh, I was like, would that work? How do they do the aesthetics? And I thought to the scenes in the pre the Star Wars prequels where they're in the, like, you know, the like a big major city. Mm-hmm. And you know, uh, there, there was a scene where Anakin and and uh, Obi Wan were like chasing a bounty hunter, like through like all the hovercraft. I'm like, okay, it's possible they can create a world for Batman Beyond, yeah, make it very yeah. seamless. Mm-hmm. And with the technology that they have for uh, Mandalorian, you know, I'm, I'm gonna say oh. I'm gonna say that there's gonna be a lot more of that technology oh. being. Uh, and you know in play for a lot of the movies in hollywood starring uh within a couple of years from now so the, uh, this i probably learned about the mandalorian not too long ago but some of the most basic scenes i kept the mandalorian in the cockpit it was so much technology behind it and mm-hmm. i saw the behind the scenes and the scene the background they used was actually a high definition uh screen, uh, screen yeah projection screen mm-hmm. not projection screen yeah. just like a monitor kind of thing 
yeah, uh, yeah showing yeah. different LCD graphics screen. yeah yeah and they also used it for the lighting itself not just for the background so if something exploded in the distance they actually put like a giant flash on the screen to reflect off his helmet yeah uh, so awesome i know i was like damn it like it's such an underappreciated scene like scenes like it, you think it's just him in the in a set yeah like, look at the camera but no it's damn it's amazing how they're they're able to do all that and the the people at epic games were able to uh help them put together such an amazing technology um see uh, i'm kind of excited for that technology because we have avatar the last airbender coming out on netflix and Mm -hmm. the live action version um they're they've been experimenting that for quite some time that they did do some screenshots to show that that's what they were using and uh dude i'm just so excited to see what's what it's gonna look like Mm -hmm. um they're almost done with the script or something they're almost starting to shoot i think they were supposed to start shooting avatar uh last airbender live action like this summer like i think it was supposed to start this month yeah uh mm-hmm. who who directed the or who produced the last one m night the movie uh, i don't even want to talk oh. about the movie movie i don't i'm not saying i'm not saying i want i i want to reference it or compare it. i'm just mm-hmm. saying like who did the last time yeah uh, yeah uh, m night Shyamalan, ding dong was the one that did yeah the, yeah it's yeah. such a weird such a weird mix there yeah. All right, Anton. Uh, moving on to other news here. Uh, another franchise that's working on a re- reboot is Pirates of the Caribbean. Caribbean, Bean, mm-hmm. Bean. Uh, yeah, this time, yeah, <laughs> this time uh, avoiding the whole uh, craziness factor. They're gonna try to go with Margot Robbie to lead a female. Oh, uh, main she's character. gonna be red. That's awesome. She's gonna be red. They didn't say which role, but my assumption is yes, because they want yes. to kind of align it with the ride. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, it totally makes sense because, yeah. uh, I mean, they, they did it for a reason, you know. Uh, yeah. I'm all for it. That's going to be freaking awesome. I'm good. Uh, uh, it, <laughs> something about Jack Sparrow, it, just, it was fun at first, maybe the second movie, but after that, I was like, all right, I, I'm, I'm over him. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I he, still he, like him. I still like Johnny he, Depp. I still like... Johnny Depp did a great char- job of that character. But mm-hmm. then Very I think job. because so many of his movies came out between the start of the franchise and near the end of the franchise, you start to go, he's always kind of playing... He's always kind of playing <laughs> like a drunk or somebody that has trouble walking. <laughs> yeah. Like, he's always Jack Sparrow. So I think like that kind of pulled me out of that that franchise. Mm-hmm. But it's an amazing franchise. Uh, uh, what, what was that show on on Disney Plus prop? Prop culture, yeah, prop culture. Mm-hmm. I love that episode of Pirates of the Caribbean. How how much they did for the uh, set, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. for the set design, the site site location or location spotting. Yeah, finding, even whatever. if you go there uh, to uh, I think Aruba or something, one of the islands, Jamaica. they still have the props Ooh, on there. I wanna take. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I guess you've been watching uh, Space uh, Force. Yes, I have. <laughs> <laughs> Boots on it, the it's a lot okay uh i don't think we really talked about space force on here that much um let's go real quick about it uh it's not in our list of things to talk about but i i thought it was a little bit of a drag at the very beginning but it, it takes a while to get really into the show i felt like they didn't know what they wanted it to be because it's mm-hmm. it, it, it's let's be honest what inspired this was trump uh saying that he wanted to create an, another branch of the military called space force Mm-hmm. And they want to make fun of that. However, <laughs> the show's kind of ahead where Trump is, or at some mm-hmm. points they're on the same level. Uh, so the joke is kind of too soon, <laughs> yeah, to say. Uh, and but but some great news has come out of it. And I don't think we talked. We definitely didn't talk about it because it happened when we were on our break. 
but so the U.S. has a trademark for Space Force in the U.S. Mm-hmm. However, in Europe, Netflix has the copyrights for Space Force. So the U.S. <laughs> is fighting Netflix to get the rights to the European uh, copyright for it. That's so funny. <laughs> that's hilarious. that's that's I'm like okay, that was worth it. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, great cast for that show. Uh, Amazing the- cast. Yeah, it's crazy. They got John Malkovich on there. <laughs> John Malkovich, dude. Every time he just, he just, his character just, it just exudes. Yeah, I'm a fucking boss. <laughs> no matter how 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 humble or badass his character is, he always like he, he steals the scene. Mm-hmm. He's um, such a good actor. Yeah. It's funny to see him, you know, in in these type of things now. I think he's just having fun with his uh, acting career now. Like before, he's always into okay. like choosing the right roles and the serious roles. Now he's like more laid back. He's like, hey, you know what? I'm just going to do some some stuff for fun. Okay. So the Lisa Kudrow character, mm-hmm. that one bugged me because there was no real explanation. There's a lot mm-hmm. of there's a lot of mystery around her character. So if season two doesn't dive into that further, mm-hmm. I think I'm out. Oh. I'll put it. I mean, some, some and, character development is kind of weak in this show. Yeah. Yeah. And I felt like they kind of, I mean, to give an example for people who haven't seen the show, uh, Lisa Kudrow plays, uh, the wife of the main character. Uh, and when he gets promoted to the head of Space Force and they have to move, uh, one scene shows her crying next to him in bed, kind of quiet. And the next scene, she's behind bars uh, in, in a prison getting visited by, uh, Steve Curl's character. Yeah. And then There's she's like, no, oh, it's okay if you, uh, if you uh, leave me, I mean, I understand. You know, I'm gonna be yeah. here for a while. <laughs> yeah, a lot, a lot of vague dialogue, no explanation, nothing. Mm-hmm. And you're like, yeah. okay, they're setting up the season. Nothing in the season explains what the hell's going on there. Yeah, it kind of felt like she was just there, just yeah, as like a, it's a like cameo. A, it's like a story arc they started, and then they're like, oh shit, we forgot about that. We left Kalisa Kudrow in jail. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it's a good cast. I'm, I'm like if it if this was any other cast, I probably would be out. But because of the cast and the money they're putting behind this, I'm like, all right, I'm willing to give them the benefit of the doubt that they're they're doing the long con on this one and they're gonna give us more mm-hmm. story later on. Mm-hmm. All right, all right, right G, what else? Uh, so this is kind of a funky one. Uh, they're working on a live action Frosty the Snowman movie, uh, movie and the voice is being cast. Uh, the voice for Frosty is going to be Jason Momoa. I don't think I've ever heard Jason Momoa as anything other than a gruffy voice. Oh yeah, <laughs> Macho Man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I that was kind of like that. That's the server we have no a lot, not a lot of details for, but it's, it's a weird casting. Um, yeah, I don't know how to go. Uh, so on to more fun news. I like how Lego. we just breeze right through that one. <laughs> really? What are you gonna say? What are you gonna- <laughs> <laughs> it's a Christmas movie. Uh, I am the yeah. king of Atlantis. I mean, Frosty. <laughs> Your hat brought me to life. Where's my trident? I mean, uh, cob, uh, cob, cob pipe. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Crunch carrot. Uh, okay, what else is next? Uh, I was like, you had to get something out of me for that story. Huh? Uh, yeah. So Lego is releasing a new line of toys called Pop Art. And the first pictures we're seeing is uh, a set that you can make three different Iron Man kind of posters or mosaics of. Mm-hmm. It looks really cool. Uh, it's, I mean, pretty much just, it, it's a lot of little tiny Lego pieces. You're making a, a flat two dimensional piece of art to make it look like that you can put on your, on your wall. Yeah. And it has that Lego texture. So it kind of pops out a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, I like it. I'm surprised they haven't done this before. <laughs> Something very simple. Uh, mm-hmm. it kind of reminds me of, uh, oh, what's it called? Light bright. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Except, except without the lights. Yeah. Uh-huh. 
And I think it's uh, a good time to do that too, because uh, a lot of people have a lot of time, time on their hands. Yep, so why not? Yep, yeah. yeah. Uh, cool. I'm also wondering if the puzzle puzzle glue would work on that if you just use regular glue. All right. <laughs> I think it's it's I think it should be strong enough. Right? Just something I, hate it. It. I I don't know if you ever, it ever happened to you, like where you're building a Lego and then when you want to take it apart, you can't take stuck. it apart because it's so stuck together. Yeah, I never understood how that happened. <laughs> yeah. Like the last couple of pieces that, that you disassemble, like yeah. it, it starts to like I, break your nails. I, I did have I did have a couple of Lego pieces that had bite marks on it because I was just like, break off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and okay, so watching Lego Masters, okay? Okay. Okay, they build for like 16 hours straight. Yeah. I don't know if it's straight or not, but uh, they're they, in the they, same I'm, clothes, so it, it pretty makes sense that they are. I'm assuming the they, at least get, they at least get a break or something, but mm-hmm. they, yeah, it's they, yeah. they definitely so, build a lot. Of- here's the thing. Doesn't your fingers get blisters and stuff by the end of that? Because uh, I, when I played with Kinects and when I played with like uh, any type of building blocks, after about an hour in, my, my thumb is like pulsing. Yeah, I mean, it depends what you're doing with it. I, I think yeah. they're kind of. I don't, it's I don't either think that are these I, Lego masters. They 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 they're they probably played with Lego. Yeah, they've probably built like yeah. calluses on their. I, I think fingers. it's a combination. I also don't think mm-hmm. they're they're taking and removing pieces as much as much as we would have as a kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, they're pretty like they're they're pretty strategic with how they're placing things. So I think mm-hmm. that's that's part of it. I too. did notice at one point in Lego Masters that they were using uh, hammers. Tools. Yeah, they have tools to kind of yeah. like make sure that the pieces are set in right. Yeah, uh, yeah, little rubber mallets. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, so last episode we talked about Disney reopening uh, in a couple weeks, mid mid July. Uh, mm-hmm. Not happening uh, because of the, the the recent spike in California. They've shut down again uh, to a future date unannounced. Mm-hmm. So here in Disney World, I I think they are still opening this month. Mm-hmm. And uh, a lot of the people who have been working there for a very long time, especially uh, they're uh, more of like s- seniors now. Yeah, a lot of those people are retiring because they know that it's not worth it for them to uh, stay there any longer. Because for one thing, they're endangering themselves. Yeah. Uh, two, they already passed fifteen years of working there, so mm-hmm. they get their um, unlimited pass. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I I can see you doing that. Mm-hmm. I can see you like you're, you're like you know 15 years before you retire, you, you get a part time job at Disney World. <laughs> I, I have somebody to do that for me. So I mean, uh, they're already uh, like six years in. They're they're just on a hiatus right now. Oh, I didn't know, know you could I mean. do that. I didn't uh, know you could do that. I think that's what you can do. Yeah. Can, okay. A form formal formal like pause yeah. or or do they uh, just like they're like oh uh, they have a previous employment with us. I think so. I think uh, as long as you work for the company, you have a profile on the company. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. All mm-hmm. right. Sneaky. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. That's on. Uh, okay. So, okay. Anyway, so, you, you, you just cover that. All right. So, moving on. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, because of a lot of, you know, different shopping experiences being limited because of crowding, you know, spacing, mm-hmm. Uh, some businesses have decided to branch out to other other kind of businesses. One mm-hmm. being Walmart. Yeah. So Walmart is doing drive-ins now. Uh, I think they partner with Tribeca Films to uh-huh. do uh, uh, screenings of different type of movies. I don't know the details of if they're gonna charge people for this or people uh, going to go there just to have free screenings. Uh, I'm not so sure, but I know that they are starting to do. 
uh, some type of drive-in. Because, I mean, they have a big parking lot in, in front of Walmart. Yeah. yeah. And there's lots of Walmarts in the U.S. So uh, I think that would be kind of cool. I mean, it kind of gives uh, uh, people a, a place to go and hang out uh, and be safe. Would you yeah. do something like this? I would actually. There's a oh, what? What was it? It was the oh, the Grove uh, by mm-hmm. Angel Stadium. They started doing a, a, a drive-in. I got an email mm-hmm. about it a couple days ago. I was like, mm-hmm. oh crap. Um, so I think a lot of venues that are usually doing uh, concerts, other events that they need, they have a big parking lot, are starting mm-hmm. to branch out into that. But they, you know, the hard part is making a deal with. Uh, getting the movie rights to do a screening or do a showing or whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's that's the tricky part. But yeah, I mean, it makes sense. Uh, I know Walmart has been trying to make the most of uh, their their land. I think mm-hmm. when the pandemic first happened, they volunteered their parking lots uh, for COVID testing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so I mean, I, I'd be down for it. I, I am curious how they're going to try to set up some sort of privacy or control the audio. But yeah, mm-hmm. maybe like a, maybe a number you text into to get the audio yeah. quality. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. What's, so, what's going on with Apple? Uh, Apple last week, what they had their WWDC event. Uh, this is an event every year that they do a uh, developers conference where they talk about what new operating system they're rolling out uh, th- this year. So this year they're rolling out Big Sur, which is a, a big update for um, uh, for the Macs, and Big Sur is going to give us a lot of new features. Um, First thing is uh, it's going to be optimized for their new ARM chips for uh, Apple. So they are no longer u- going to be using uh, Intel chips on their new Macs. They still mm-hmm. support the new the, the, the Intel chips. Um, so we're still going to get updates, but uh, they're just going to roll out new Macs with their own processing chips. So these chips are going to be uh, the ones that are also uh, going to be in the phones and the iPads mm-hmm. and pretty much any other Apple device. So this is kind of interesting to me because a lot of the features, I mean, the, the whole design of the whole uh, Big Sur on the, the on the Mac looks kind of similar to what they're having on the iPad right now. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and the big thing about this, um, Big Sur is the apps that are on the phone and the iPad are going to be able to be used on the Mac. So how they're porting it over is they're porting it um, by uh, just dragging everything over. And if uh, the developer didn't uh, optimize their app for the computer, it would just show up like a, a phone or an iPad. So if they did uh, optimize it for the, 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 the Mac itself, it will be however developer created it so it looks like on the on the mac so it brings it brings the to a really really controversial topic right now is the mac going to be combined with um the ipads will the ipads become the new laptop i mean it's already kind of like a laptop well one thing that that apple has been pretty stringent about or, or put their foot down on is touchscreen max they refuse they they say it's it the whole it's it's a gorilla arm thing they people don't mm-hmm. don't work on their laptop by touching the screen they can't you know right yeah, your arms get tired after a while yep. but the thing is that you know um windows have been rolling out laptops and all these touchscreens for years now and yeah. people still buy them uh, I mean, yeah, your hands do get tired 
I totally agree that on Apple's side, um, but I think Apple is trying to play catch up. You know, mm-hmm. like even though they said certain things, they're 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 gonna have to eventually adopt to what's the, the norm. Future. Yeah, yeah, the norm, the future. Um, I mean, I know Apple's going to find a way to, you know, make it work. Like for the longest time, Apple's like, oh, yeah, you know, pens and, you know, stylus is not going to work. But then they came out with the Apple Pen, uh, Apple Pencil, and people love it. Oh, and, yeah. And uh, yeah. But I guess the only reason why they, 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 they were able to make it work is because the pencil works. Like yes. it, it, it makes sense. Uh, with the iPad, it has a Pull. little charging area and it just hooks on you know like a magnet yeah well part of the pen it's not just a, st- a lot of people compare it to a stylus but it's not just a stylus it, it no it provides feedback to itself it's not just a a, a clicking device mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. Um, yeah there's no buttons on it you just yeah. write yeah no mm-hmm. but i'm saying like a regular set which is just a piece of plastic with a little piece mm-hmm. of metal at the end or like some sort of like connect con- connectivity at the end of it uh mm-hmm. this actually has a purpose it actually has some like, it, it provides input to the device not just mm-hmm. pressure so if you look at the uh, screenshots of Big Sur, you're going to see that, you know, the they have a mission control center, like like how you have it on the phone. Um, but the buttons on the the um, mission control are those little uh, swiping things. Mm-hmm. So it brings me to, to, to question, are they really like going to go that route? Because the only reason why they would have those buttons is if your screen is touchscreen. Cause like it's kind of weird for you to use your mouse and just like click and drag those things when you can just click. You know what I mean? Yeah, like the whole gestures thing. Yeah, yeah. So uh, maybe, per- yeah, maybe Apple is doing it, or they're experimenting with it and just getting. You know, they have it. They have it in place in case they need it. I mean, if and if they don't decide to go a different route, guess what? Those buttons just go away, and nobody ever knew aside from a few people. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't kinda know. Interesting. I, yeah, but it's again. Uh, I mean, would I really use that for everything? No, like I still kind of yeah. prefer tactile for some things. Or but there, there are there are moments where I'm using the Mac and I'm like, oh, man, I wish I had that app on the phone or an app on the iPad on the computer. You know, because they only yeah. make the app for device I, certain devices. I, I mean, I, I will say the the I do use the the on my MacBook Pro. It has the the display touch screen at the top of the keyboard mm-hmm. uh, that switches between the apps that I'm using. And I at first, I didn't really use it that much, but little by little, like as I saw what how it changed for certain applications, I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, I just click that. Or, oh, I just click, there you go. It's fast. It's a little bit mm-hmm. faster. Yeah. So it could just take time. See, there are moments where you when you use an app or something, you're like, oh, maybe I'll just touch it, you know? I yeah. think that totally makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Um, all, right. all right. So, uh, I mean, we can't really see anything yet because we haven't really got our hands on it, but... We'll probably talk more about it when we start upgrading our computers to Big Sur. So, all right. Uh, That's going to be a fun update. All right. Mm-hmm. So, next update here, speaking of technology, uh, AI, AI robot gets casted for a movie. Uh, so, the AI robot's casted in the lead role for a $70 million sci-fi film, the feature mm-hmm. financed by the backers of to, uh, to the Bone and Loving Vincent, is said to mm-hmm. be the first to rely on an artificially intelligent actor. And this is creepy because the, ro- the the picture they used was that like Japanese secretary robot that you usually see like at, at technology conventions. Yeah, that's <laughs> that like, that's kind of weird. Yeah, so I mean, the, the, yeah, the pictures on our Instagram or social media accounts at the two O C if you want to check it out. 
Yeah. I'm kind of curious, but I mean, this is a very expensive investment to make for just a gimmick. Yeah. Well, why don't you just use the same amount of money and hire Arnold Schwarzenegger? Oh, there you go. Plastic face. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I thought that was uh, kind of interesting. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are these trailers you sent me? Okay. So there's a, a bunch of new trailers rolling out and... Um, uh, I think Tax Collector is supposed to be coming out in uh, August, and it's uh, from director David Ayer. Uh, you probably know him from uh, movies like um, Training Day, uh, End of Watch, Bright, uh, Suicide Squad. Uh, he's always doing like L.A. crime type stories, more like the modern day uh, like hood movies. Okay. Um, yeah, so the Tax Collector is basically in the same... Uh, type of neighborhoods it's about um tax collecting but not mm-hmm. for the government for like gangs and stuff like that okay uh, per- the whole yeah. protection money yeah protection pay, money. pay, pay us for for protection yeah <laughs> or, ac- or accidents so, happen <laughs> yeah so it stars um shia labeouf mm-hmm. as the tax collector uh i don't know a whole lot but from the trailers it looks pretty freaking awesome uh i it kind of gives me that end of watch vibe uh Ooh. but more on the gritty side end of watch wasn't gritty <laughs> this this is more well end of watch is more uh more cop okay so uh, it's more it this, the is, this is end of watch from the other side yeah end of watch on the other side uh, yeah, uh, so, yeah. I did. did I did this? see Carl in our movie chat uh, mm-hmm. group chat send us, and I I didn't get a chance to check it out. I saw you guys talking about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I, I, Shia still bugs me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I haven't even seen Honey Boy, and I always I always get that recommendation on Amazon, but I don't know. Yeah, it's good. Uh, okay. All right. So uh, another trailer that popped up was American Pickle, and I thought this was was going to be in the movies, but uh, it looks like HBO uh, Max picked it up. Um, it stars Seth Rogen. The premise of the story is uh, Seth Rogen's great grandfather or something like that. Great great grandfather. Uh, he was making uh, uh, pickles and he accidentally fermented himself. So he wakes up uh, years and years later uh, when his grandson um, finds him in a pickle jar. Pickle Rick. Yeah. So Pickle Rick. This, so, this is Pickle Rick. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> the live action so, Pickle Rick. Yeah. Uh, so I I don't know what to say about it. It, it looks like it's a funny premise. Uh, I don't know what to say. Uh, I think it's going to be a really funny comedy because it's Seth Rogen. And uh, I think uh, it's going to be very, um, very smart, funny with uh, a lot of the jokes and writing in it. So kind of excited to see that. Yeah. Uh, one thing I learned recently is uh, mm-hmm. I don't know if this is common knowledge or if I'll just or not. But speaking of Pickle Rick, uh, I probably learned that Justin Roiland, who voices Pickle Rick, uh, or P- Rick, uh, Rick uh, and Morty. Oh, Rick and Morty. Uh, when he's yeah. voicing Rick, he's yeah. actually drunk sometimes. <laughs> no, he's not. <laughs> yeah. He only did it that one time. That was it. He only so, did it once sometimes. because. That sometimes. <laughs> yeah. So he, he only did it because he wanted to see how bad it was going to get. And it got so bad. Was it one of those like, freaking television shows from the universe kind of thing? Yeah. <laughs> from space space television shows? Yeah. It's funny. Yeah. Oh, I actually uh, caught up with the most recent episode. So I think they're done oh, with the, this season. So we'll be I coming have, back till next. I have. I need have to you? binge them. No, I haven't. Yeah. I, but... 
Uh, and I'm kind of happy I didn't because these episodes sound like they've been really high and low. Uh, not, not just yeah, not I didn't quali- really not, like a lot of the episodes for this season. Yeah, that's the thing. Um, not not quality, yeah. but what they're mm-hmm. trying to say. Some of them say like some people hate it. I guess there's an episode where uh, Rick specifically calls out, uh, "We're not going to do a 9/11." <laughs> <laughs> we're doing a 9-11 yeah. like the, he's, he's calling out what what they're what the they're referencing mm-hmm. and people got pissed off about the whole 9-11 joke uh yeah, yeah so it, i don't know I, I think i think if you're a fan of the show you understand the commentary they're trying to make for stuff mm-hmm. and you can't get upset when they make commentary on certain topics mm-hmm. yeah see i think that's the one thing about cartoons is uh especially with like comedy cartoons they can get away with a lot of stuff because it's comedy you know yeah. you, you can't you don't take it so seriously so uh i checked out the show solar opposites in that one mm. i saw one episode I, I didn't really get into it i think mainly because mm-hmm. the names are too weird uh but i'll mm-hmm. give it I'll, I'll bench two or three more episodes and mm-hmm. and see if that grows on me or not mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. did you check it out uh no not yet i'm waiting till uh they're done with the season then i'll uh, okay check it you binge out it once yeah okay mm-hmm. yeah it's, it's it's dark i'll tell you that right now <laughs> it's <laughs> It's super messed up. All right, Anton. Uh, so I've come. I, I was trying to come up with like the, the you know what movies are being pushed out or delayed. Uh, mm-hmm. And I just thought, you know what, be funny at some point. Some of these movies I just don't care about anymore. So I came mm-hmm. up with a little game called Push Out, like delay, or Punch Out, like I really don't give a crap anymore. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I mean, I'll, I'll put it this way. Uh, okay. Artemis Fowl. That one got the, that was supposed to come out last summer, and it was delayed mm-hmm. to this summer. And because of COVID, it said Disney just said "f it." We'll we'll release it on Disney Plus, and it was a big flop. Yeah, I watched it. I mean, I I, I liked it because it had Disney Channel Disney Channel vibe. Yeah, it did. Uh, I, I like the director, Kenneth Brog. Ken is good. He's a good director. He's solid. This. I don't know what happened here. I really don't know what happened. Uh, and this is supposed to be a franchise. Are you a big fan of him? He, he did uh, Murder on the Orient Express, and he was the, the main actor in that, too. I really uh, think he just didn't know the subject. The, 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 yeah. Uh, because this is supposed to kick off a franchise for, for Artemis Fowl. Mm-hmm. This is, yeah. and, and, and it, I yeah, think it's, the kid, it uh, his acting is a little off. Isn't that the goal, though? I don't know. Uh, all right, Anton, so... Next one here, uh, Tenet. Uh, original, original supposed to release on July seventeenth. It moved to uh, July thirty first. I, I would never push. I I, I, ne- I would never punch out. I rather okay, good. push out. Good. Yeah. And also, be f- feel free to ask me about movies. I'll, I'll check to see if they're on my list to see if okay. they, their dates have been updated. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four. So this is push DC's out. push out. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh. Venom, Let There Be Carnage, originally scheduled for October of this year. <laughs> Jesus, I didn't know that. Uh, and now it's pushed out till June 25th, 2021. I'm okay with it. I, I still want to watch it. I would punch out, but I still want to watch it. So right. doesn't really matter when it comes out. I can wait. Uh, Free Guy. This is one that I got really excited about when I first saw it, and then I completely forgot about it. This is yeah. uh, Ryan Reynolds is in a video game or a, a NPC in a video game and becomes mm-hmm. self-aware. It was originally supposed to release July 3rd yesterday, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. now scheduled for December 11th of this year. Okay, I'm going to punch out because I can see Ryan Reynolds whenever yeah. he's the same in almost and every other you know movie. What? And I'll add yeah. the little caveat. Punch out can also mean it can come out on video on demand and I'll eventually watch it. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's totally, he, that, that's, that's fair. 
that's that's that'd be i I can see free guy as a freaking television show too that's the thing yeah i I can see that too a a mini series uh there could be so many uh stories and episodes yeah because i mean it there's so many stories that you can play on uh on uh, grand theft auto so why not uh a television show about something similar i'd be also down for like a ready player one story Mm -hmm. like stories from ready player one kind of thing yeah it's like once upon a time uh but then just different stories yeah different uh uh, because characters the whole world in there um ghostbusters afterlife uh move from july 10th to march of next year push out push out i I actually want to watch that i'm excited because the original cast or what's left of the original cast is um apparently gonna make a cameo so or part of it Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh a quiet place to move from march 8th to september of this year push out push out all right that's i still want to see that black widow move from may 11th to november 6th of this year push out all right any Mm -hmm. other movies you want me to check out or uh, i don't know if there was I tell you, oh, uh, the 007 movie is a push out for sure. Oh, 007. Uh, yeah. yeah. No one has to die or something like that? Yeah, just uh, no time to die. Uh, no yeah, time move, to die. yeah, move from April 10th of this year to November and mm-hmm. November 25th. And then again, they updated to November 20th. So yeah. maybe they thought, oh, crap, Thanksgiving weekend. We kind of want to get ahead of that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, New Mutants. This one has been pushed out. I, th- I think this is the third time. Yeah, this is no, this is probably fourth or fifth time already. This was supposed to come out like three years ago. Yeah, what movie was I watching in theaters? Uh, I think it was Bad Boys. We're watching Bad Boys, and uh, when the Mutants trailer came out, Martha's like, Oh, that looks kind of cool. I'm like, It does, but that movie's at least four years old by now. (laughs) (laughs) Those they do a sequel to that movie, the characters are going to age not drastically, but. Uh, noticeably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, that's on. Uh, no other movies you want me to check out? Peter Rabbit 2, The Runaway, moved from August 7th to January Punch 15th. Out. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, so let's get into some of the, like, what I call a reboot roundup. Uh, so many reboots are happening now because Hollywood is seriously out of ideas. Uh, first one, Twister. Remember that movie with, uh, oh, was it early 90s? With the yeah. storm chasers and somehow people survive mm-hmm. uh, being in the eye of a tornado of an F five. Yeah, then there was that attraction at the Universal Studios that you like walk through and feel heat and wind and. Did they have a flying cow like they did in the movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you have to add that feature in there to make you feel like it's believable. <laughs> I think that's one of the funniest mo- funniest scenes in that movie was. They're in the eye of the storm. They're like, they, they hear, mm, that's a cow. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see what the what the direct what the directing uh, or what the direction was given to to uh, that actress. Oh, what's her name? Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, all right, all right. So you're right. You're gonna be in the eye of the storm, right? And then we're gonna add special effects, but you're gonna look off to the distance and say, see a cow flying in the air, and you don't know why it's flying. You go, okay, I got it. Roll. That's a cow. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's triple A acting for you. There you go. All right, on uh, next reboot we're gonna get here is well, I don't know if it's a reboot. Uh, Magic School Bus live action movie. 
Starring, I am totally down for that. Starring Elizabeth Banks as Miss Frizzle. I am totally down for that. Yes. I, was I like, am I, so down for that. I posted that on our social media and uh, oh, I'm, sorry, I'm blanking out her name. Um, I was chatting with one of our listeners in the comments and I was like, I get a Hunger Games vibe from like that, like <laughs> that kind of like that kind of like scene or not a scene, a character choice. Uh-huh. Even though Miss Frizzle's not that crazy or not that like cr- just the outfits. I, I, I can see it now. I can see it now. I can see I can see Arnold and Wanda uh as the last two people surviving on the the bus. <laughs> and the, it's a Doctor Who episode. Just loose. Yeah. <laughs> uh oh uh, dude, how yeah. how uh was was Wanda the redhead? The the, the No, the Wanda is the Asian chick. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Uh, no, I can see. I can see. Like, uh, or I wish uh, Emma Emma Stone could be like uh, the the redhead. She was young enough. Because <laughs> you imagine like that level of sassiness and attitude. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, so we haven't got much about the casting, but just the fact that Elizabeth Banks is to be starring in this one, it's uh, I'm sold on it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, more details to come on that one. All right, Anton, uh, ready to get into streaming? Yeah, let's get into streaming. Uh, before we get into our main attraction here, uh, one quick some quick announcements. Uh, the Boys season two uh, s- scheduled to come back for on September fourth, mm-hmm. and Doom Patrol season two is out now. I think both of them released are going to be releasing the first three episodes first, and then weekly releases after that. Uh, I saw Doom Patrol season one. I freaking fell in love with it, dude. This is not a standard like superhero show. Did mm-hmm. you watch it? No, but I heard yeah. that uh, DC. Um that streaming service is no longer there. So they're moving all of the shows to CW, right? Uh, not CW, but this is going to be, this is on HBO. So, and I did see that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. HBO has a a DC section. Mm -hmm. Uh, so I can see DC just porting over their their streaming originals onto HBO, Mm -hmm. HBO max. Yeah. Totally makes sense that they're doing that because there's so many streaming services right now that a lot of people don't really care about having certain ones. And I think that uh, I think the first season, a lot of people just signed up for the 30 day thing and watched it and just canceled it. And I'm guessing that's probably what you did. Uh, no, actually, I saw this one on HBO Max. Uh, oh, OK. Uh, so that's why that's why I started binging it because I saw it on the it was recommended to me from the DC port. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I'll watch it. Uh, so for okay. those that aren't sure what the show is, it follows a handful of characters, uh, lesser known characters, except for one. When uh, Cyborg is your A-list superhero, you know how B-list the rest of these characters are. Uh, yeah. There is Diana, Diane Guerrero's character, Crazy Jane. Uh, you might know Diane from uh, Orange is the New Black. Uh, she has 65 personalities each one with their own superpower and she can't control when they come out uh there is one and i love this is one thing that is kind of comic booky which i love there is one called uh steel mouth metal i forgot what it was uh but she that's the thing her when her personalities come out her physical appearance also changes and sometimes it's very subtle like maybe a little scar mm-hmm. or something Sometimes it's very drastic. So for this character, she has looks like it reminds me of a uh, Mad Max Fury Road with the whole spray paint on the mouth. <laughs> she has that, but when Chrome. she talks, yeah, when she talks, mm-hmm. certain words pop up in midair, kind of like a, a caption, and mm-hmm. then she can use those words as a weapon. So she told she told the guy to shut the fuck up, and the word fuck is like right next to their. <laughs> 
and then uh, Cyborg saves him and he goes, I had that under control. Cyborg's like, hey, an inch left and fuck would have fucked you up. <laughs> uh, wow, that's funny. Yeah, there's another girl, Elastigirl, which uh, she just she's stretchy, turns into a blob. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Matt, uh, Matt Bomer's tra- uh, character, Larry Trainer, who is called Negative Man, who has a other dimensional being inside of him that's made of electricity mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. that he's trying to understand and control. Brendan Fraser as uh, Robot Man, hilarious as hell, dude. I've never heard Brendan Fraser swear so much. I almost want to see if there was a goal for the writers or for him to try to sneak in a set amount of swear words for each one, each movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the first episode, I think the key word was fuck. Mm-hmm. And the second episode, it was shit. Because the, the, <laughs> the first episode, the first three lines of dialogue is him looking at the disaster that happened and him going, what the shit? What the shit? <laughs> What the shit? And one is like, we get it. And there's like, oh, I'm sorry. Is my over is my reaction too much for a whole damn dis- for all this destruction? <laughs> <laughs> See, this is why we need more Brandon Fraser. You know, like when you watch the Mummy, it's like, or or uh, George of the Jungle. He has that type of vibe where you're like, I can't yeah. get enough of this guy. Yeah, you know? his well, his character is supposed to be like a redneck race car driver. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and it, also be, be prepared to see Brendan Fraser ass. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's supposed to be like a redneck kind of thing, so a hole. So it, it's just funny because I, I think Brendan Fraser also you never really see him as a bad guy or an a hole. You see him as as serious. I think like the most serious role I saw him in was uh, in Crash. But that was like him being professional. I think he's like politician or lawyer or something. He was just being serious, whatever. Uh, so for him to be an a hole is just freaking hilarious, and he 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 just he works that role so well. Uh, but uh, the bad guy for this series would be uh, Alan Tudyk's character, Mister Nobody. And mm-hmm. goddamn, dude, Alan Tudyk is just a star oh, actor, yeah. dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's so weird because the narrator for the show is the villain, mm-hmm. so he is. I, it's something unsettling about you know seeing your heroes have a little victory and the villain is narrating their story mm-hmm. it's like you know it's kind of like the whole uh, uh omniscient narrator but the omniscient narrator is the guy you're trying to stop <laughs> yeah <laughs> so it, it is kind of creepy uh but it's funny because he kind of breaks the the fourth wall too every now and then when mm-hmm. uh, a character walks into one of his plans and he goes yes and she walked away realizing that she thinking that she has grown as a person but really and the scene cuts to something else he goes oh what the fuck the scene's not o- the, the show's not over there's more of this crap <laughs> <laughs> okay so since we were talking about alan tudyk uh, my favorite role that he's ever been in Firefly. is um what Firefly? No, oh. uh, it, it was it, it was in a movie, uh, not TV show. Uh, it was Dodgeball with uh, Ben Stiller. I don't know if you remember that movie. I uh, do, but uh, in it. yeah, Alan Tudyk played Steve the Pirate. Oh, I forgot. About <laughs> yeah. that. you remember that? He's yeah. such an I- iconic character in that movie where you're like. Wow, that's such a cool character. I'm totally gonna remember this guy. And uh, yeah, ever since that movie was out, uh, every single role that I see him in, I, I always remember Steve the Pirate. 
So yeah, yeah he's such a good actor. I, I wish that you know he he can get like more um he, more light as the main character. You know, yeah, he he's gets, always been like a side character that kind of brightens every single movie up. He's a side character, or he's the voice, or even just the motion capture guy, but you don't see his mm-hmm. face all the time. Um, I think the most recent thing people would recognize him from is uh, uh it's called Rogue One as a K two S O K two S O yeah yeah I think that, and then also if you've seen iRobot he played the robot <laughs> yeah yeah so it's a lot of he plays a, he's been in a lot of big movies just you don't also you don't necessarily see his his face but you would recognize his voice yeah uh, yeah dude, a great no, actor yeah no, no, yeah check out check out Doom Patrol I think it's like thirteen episodes um. Mm-hmm. I think you dig it. All right, Anton, uh, go. Well, I'll let you take the role for this one or the lead for this one. All right. So July 3rd, which was yesterday, uh, Hamilton, the Broadway original cast, uh, recorded their uh, movie version of the whole entire uh, production. And uh, it was supposed to be coming out this year in October. But it seems like they wanted people to see it a lot sooner and, you know, be available for 4th of July, which totally makes sense because, you know, it's Hamilton. Uh, Yeah, so it released on Disney Plus and we did a watch party yesterday. I've seen the play, I've seen the musical twice and seeing it as the movie before I even give my thoughts. Yeah. We had that watch party yesterday. I want to yes. hear what you thought about it. And you watched it with uh, Martha, your girlfriend. Yeah. yeah. I want to hear what you guys thought about it. Uh, we loved it. Uh, I was kind of a... Uh, it took me a little bit to get into it because I don't know if it was just the audio quality of the show or the just the, you know, her TV speakers. Maybe there's some output that... I should have told you to turn on subtitles. Oh, I didn't see the subtitle option. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It, it's a lot better if you turn it on because you... Uh, I, okay. I, from what I read, people watching it, they're like, oh, yeah, turn on the subtitles. Because it, 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 it helps so much. Because the audio mixing was to show off the singing. So when there was that those very few lines of dialogue where they're just kind of speaking to each other, mm-hmm. it's almost like a whisper. Mm-hmm. Uh, but besides that, like I, I dug the music. Um, Martha was into rap for a, a, a good amount of time uh, but not just like mm-hmm. regular rap but like the more like political rap or like social rap like so like she she loved it because the, you know what hamilton does it was not just rapping for the sake of rapping just throwing in random words it was very meaningful message that it was trying to deliver for in each line uh yeah. so there was <laughs> that one line where uh, i forgot the sister's name angelica yeah uh angelica was reading about the the declaration of independence mm-hmm. and she lists off all these freedoms that we were, you know, we, we hold to be self-evident, mm-hmm. and then she's, and then she throws in that line: maybe they'll include us women in part two. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> include the women in the sequel. Yeah, yeah, sequel. It's, you go. It, yeah, I think that's really cool. Um, yeah, lyrically wise, I, I think throughout the whole entire um, production, I think they did a really good job of uh, trying to incorporate, you know, that this whole entire. Uh, Production is not about, you know, just history, but uh, about diversity. Yeah. Like the diversity of color in the cast and how, uh, you know, Hamilton was about the equality of being equal with everybody. Uh, I mean, he lived on an island in the Caribbean Mm -hmm. and he... He lived on a farm and a lot of the, the, the people that were working on a farm were uh, African. 
mm-hmm. and they weren't treated as slaves there. They were kind of like on free land. They did whatever they wanted, and he treated them like any other person that you know um, uh, wanted to be treated. And uh, when he came to the United States, that was the one thing that he was he was fighting for is, you know, the equality to have everybody everybody equal. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, this whole theme of this whole entire production, like it's very meaningful for a lot of people. And I think that's why this is such a big deal. Yeah, it's. Uh, oh, there we go. I was looking for. Um, yeah, I was telling Martha, it's kind of ironic that the majority of this cast is not white. It's they're, mm-hmm. they're, you know, black, Asian, Latino, uh, mm-hmm. and they're all talking about equality and stuff like that. And I'm like, yeah, it's just ironic. Cause like at that time they, you know, the founding fathers were not thinking about them as mm-hmm. equals. <laughs> yeah. So I think like, that's uh, kind did of- you have a lot of laughs with, uh, King George? Uh, yeah, that was kind of, <laughs> that was just like, he's such a sassy King though. <laughs> yes uh uh christoph from frozen right i'm trying to remember which which yeah i'm trying to remember which character is playing um yeah because like his voice sounded so familiar and then when they showed the first time they showed him i didn't recognize him uh but Mm -hmm. the second time he came up and he did uh some i can't remember what part of the song he did or what he's saying but i was like that line is familiar was it was it uh um where he's uh gonna kill your friends and family to remind you of his love something is that, like that is that yeah i think so it was a sec- yeah. it was the second his second appearance i was like yeah. that's the guy from frozen <laughs> like <laughs> uh, yeah because yeah because we, we, the previous week we saw the frozen documentary for frozen 2 documentary and they showed mm-hmm. some of the voice actors in the studio recording their lines and mm-hmm. i was like okay recognize her recognize her josh gaff looks like an a-hole uh <laughs> And then they show him, and I was like, "Huh, probably like the lesser known like voice actor in this in this show." Like for like, because you, you don't you see Josh Gav, you see Kristen Bell, uh, you see uh, what's her name, Adina Menzel, Adina, yeah, like you see her in like in production, like pub- publicity or whatever, publicity appearances or mm-hmm. interviews, but you don't really see the guy play Kristoff. So he kind of stuck in my head, and then when I saw him in Hamilton, I was like, "That's him." Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's interesting because a lot of the people from Frozen, they have a little bit of theater backgrounds. Yeah. Uh, like, I think Kristen Bell was uh, Dorothy in the production uh, of uh, Wizard of Oz when she was little. Uh, and I think uh, Adina was in um, uh, Wicked. She played uh, uh, Tabitha. I think so. The Green Witch. Yeah. Yeah, she, yeah, she played her. Yeah, so, yeah, they all had some type of uh, um, theater background. So, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised to see a lot more people in the cast of Frozen that was uh, uh, that had theater backgrounds. Yeah. All right, so other than that, uh, you had some favorite songs in there. Um, what did you think about the mixtape uh, versions of uh, the music from here? I only saw one. I only saw the Immigrants one. Um, but I dug, I, I dug that they, how, how people took it, have taken have taken meaning from those songs and tried to incorporate it into other facets of our society. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of, kind of what Hamilton did to Hamilton's story by, mm-hmm. I, 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 I like this line that they put in, uh, the Disney, uh, post about it. It was, uh, uh, Hamilton is the story of an American then told. Oh, here you go. is the American uh, is the story of the American then told by America now. Mm-hmm. And as I'm like, I like that description of it, and I feel like that 
is the, what the remixes are doing also is they're taking mm-hmm. the inspiration and taking it to another level of inspiration yeah so uh there's here, here's what i picked up when i was watching this a couple of times and listening to the the um the, the album on apple music uh i noticed that there's a little bit of shaggy in there there's a, a little shaggy. bit of uh, yeah shaggy uh a little bit of tlc destiny's child in there Mm-hmm. Uh, a little, pop, a little bit of pop in there too, because whenever the king king starts singing, it kind of sounds like uh, some type of like pop song, you know? Yeah, um, yeah. So it's kind of cool to see uh, a combination of different types of music. Uh, there's mm-hmm. a little bit of jazz in there too, which is kind of yeah. cool. Um, yeah, it's so different than watching like a traditional musical where it's just like a regular pop style song yeah or uh just traditional classical folk music yeah know? their yeah their, their description also on disney is also uh the, it blends hip-hop jazz r&b and broadway mm-hmm. yeah so yeah. cool yeah so no cool. I, I dug it uh, i they did a great job with the with the songs i'm not a big mm-hmm. musical fan uh mm-hmm. but in this case it was it wasn't just them singing the dialogue to move the story forward the songs were songs by themselves mm-hmm. that also fit into the story. Yeah. So how far did you dig into the origins of uh, this production? Uh, not like, that far. Do you know just... how it started? Okay. No. Uh... So, so Lin-Manuel Miranda, he was uh, um, doing In the Heights, which mm-hmm. is a, a production that is going to be a movie pretty soon. I mean, it's already a movie. It's going to come out this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, it stars the, the, the guy that played the son. It it wasn't uh, a the in Sundance or it was in film festivals. I know that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was in film yeah. festivals, and it's directed by John M. Chu, which who did uh, Crazy Rich Asians, mm-hmm. uh, and also Step Up, a couple of the other ones. Uh, yeah, so that movie's gonna come out this year, anyways. Uh, so Lin Manuel was during In the Heights in Broadway, and he had some time off, so he started doing. He started reading a, a, a book autobiography, um, the one I told you about. Mm-hmm. Alexander Hamilton so he was reading the whole thing he read the whole thing through he had a lot of time and he's like wow this is really good and you know Lin-Manuel Miranda really likes to do rap music he, he likes freestyling mm-hmm. so he started just writing poems and started like rapping freestyle uh, just created a couple of songs like about like a, what happens if you know they had a, a rap battle like mm-hmm. you know between politicians and it kind of makes sense because a lot of politicians they usually debate and usually when people battle have uh when, when people have rap battles it's it's kind of like um it's kind of like debating you get yeah. what i mean yeah yeah uh, well the good ones are <laughs> yeah so he started writing some stuff and then he's like oh yeah this is gonna be really cool so then he thought about you know releasing a rap album about political history hmm. so uh he got invited to uh, one of the uh, White House dinners. It was like mm-hmm. a correspondent dinner. Oh yeah, and yeah. Uh, yeah, and it was to you know invite a lot of people who had you know talent and people just to like you know talk about like uh, um, comedy stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So Lin Manuel shows up, uh, the musician guy who does a lot of music for a lot of uh, musical productions on Broadway went with him, started playing on the piano. And then he starts singing the very first song, the the song where he talks about like um, uh, Alexander Hamilton, the founding father, uh, on the ten dollar bill. You know, mm-hmm. uh, he starts rapping that song, and then like during that time, it was just his idea of making a political album that right. could be listened to many uh, people. 
But then it started evolving into like a actual production for Broadway, mm-hmm. and it was just a small idea that 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 he wanted only just a music album. But then, like, because he wrote, started writing more songs, it just made so much more sense to make it into like an actual production. Yeah, and then he starts writing the characters in, and then it just blew up after after that. Well, and I think yeah. that kind of fits into what I was saying that these songs stand alone and aren't just you know to move the story forward, but they fit into they they fit into the story um, mm-hmm. because yeah, they came first. <laughs> And then they wrote yeah. the story around them. Um, yeah. So I think that's that's one reason this this the song stands so tall or sta- so stands so so firmly mm-hmm. uh, on their own. Yeah, and Lin Manuel Miranda, I think that guy is genius. Yeah, he is uh, a great genius. Yeah, Martha's saying like, "Oh, I like him. Like, I, I'm surprised we don't see him in things more often." I'm like, "You've seen him. He's just usually a background character." She goes, "Really?" I'm like, "Yeah. He was in an episode of How I Met Your Mother. Uh, I think the last season, where the whole premise is the Marshall is trying to rhyme for his his little baby son because that is what soothes him." And the whole episode is written with just rhymes. And mm-hmm. Lin Manuel Miranda's character is like sitting on the bus on the other side of the bus from, from him, and he's helping Marshall with the with the rhymes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so cool. And then uh, you guys saw Mary Poppins. Not the, not the new one. No. Oh, she's gonna love that, dude. Really? You, you, like, uh, if you're seeing her tonight, that's what you guys should watch tonight for like a, a, a movie night with Emily Blunt. Yeah. yeah. Because uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda is uh, the chimney uh, sweeper. Ah, okay. Yeah, and he is so good in this one. He is, like, you already seen this. You, you like this. You're yeah. going to love this one. <clears throat> okay. Uh, it's kind of di- It's going to be kind of different for you because y- you kind of, uh, you've seen him as Hamilton having a regular American accent. Mm-hmm. Now imagine him in Europe, uh, in um, uh, London, having a... English accent totally throws you off, and he's really good at it. I thought you were gonna say having a European accent. I'm like, what does that mean? Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. So I highly recommend watching that tonight. So yeah. Anyways, uh, he was also in this uh, HBO series called um, uh, His Dark Materials, which is uh, Golden Compass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I highly recommend watching that too. It's very really long, but it's good. That's what she said. All right. <laughs> All right, that's on. Uh, is that it for Hamilton? Yeah. <clears throat> All right. I mean, I can go on and on, but... I, I bet you could. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go on to gaming. Okay. <clears throat> Sorry, trying to clear my throat. Well, you have a cat in your throat? <clears> throat> huh? Hmm? What? Anyways, uh, so starting off here, uh, Twitch... Uh, blocks or or blocks trump's twitch account yeah i think the headline here is i was surprised that trump even had a twitch account (laughs) Uh, (laughs) that account was for streaming any of the rallies yeah but the and surprisingly a lot of people uh watched that uh twitch stream uh i actually tuned into it one time just to see how many people watched it and i think it was like over forty thousand people were watching it at the same time and yeah, really surprising to see that many people that were on Twitch watching that. Middle America. So, uh, yeah. yeah, that's, I was just surprised. I'm like, does, does Twitch even have a, a political channel or section? No, Twitch just let people stream whatever they want on there. Yeah, no, they uh, they, they recently reopened re- it up to more, are- more areas of entertainment. Because uh, mm-hmm. for a while they did, 
they kind of backflipped. So they started off kind of anybody can stream anything. So some podcasters tried to get into it. And then Mm -hmm. Twitch said, we really want to just focus on gaming. That is where Mm -hmm. our core demographic is. That's what people want to see. So they kicked out some podcasters off of Twitch. Mm -hmm. And I think this probably year, I want to say the past year, they started allowing podcasters and other people back onto Twitch that aren't just gaming. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, This this one's just for you, Anton. Uh, The Last of Us Part 2 came out in a couple weeks ago. And apparently it has been blowing up, not blowing up, but uh, definitely making people's PS, PS4s uh, overheat or, or really work. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of the, let me see here, make sure I have, sorry, I have some, there you go. Uh, the, Last of Us, the Last of Us is making, Last of Us piece of two, Part 2 is making the PS4 scream. Uh, some people on Twitch were saying the P- the PS4 gets ridiculously loud under load. Needs to tr- needed to turn up the gaming volume. Is that bad? Like a goddamn leaf blower. Really hope the next gen <laughs> hardware is better than this. Uh, scariest yeah, they, part. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Continue. Okay. Uh, scariest part of uh, scariest part of Last of Us Part Two so far has been just now while in an underground section of my ps4 was over wait what in an underground section my ps4 was overheating so much that it tripped the fuse in my house and shut off the console <laughs> I, I think some of that is over exaggerating a little what's bit, going yeah. on uh, yeah. uh the, so- the sound design of the last of us part two is brilliant many of the noises you hear while playing will make you t- uh make you teen and sc- what teen and scared especially the one coming from your ps4 fan and this last one <laughs> everyone my ps4 sounds like a jet it's clear to, for takeoff sony funny jokes the next one won't be as big as a jet oh the next one will be as big as a jet uh i'm assuming the last of us was actually intended what was was designed for the ps ps5 uh, it, no it, they uh no here's here's what happened so they they took a very long time to uh, finish this game, and you know when they announced uh, PS4 Pro, they're like, "Oh, you know what? We'll take advantage of this." So yeah, then they went the up. extra mile to make it look like really good. Yeah, and I guess uh, some of the textures and everything that was loading in the game uh, just got so intense on older versions of PS4s. And I know that, you know, P- PS4, they have like uh, three different versions. They have the the first that, one that came out, the second one that was a little slimmer, and then the third one, which is the, the, the pro version. So I know for sure that the first version of the PS4, the, the fan is super loud. Uh, yeah. Second one is probably also as loud, but I know that the PS4 Pro isn't as loud. So yeah, a lot of people are talking about how, how crazy their fan is going off, but I don't think it's... To a certain extent, where it trips the yeah the fuse. Uh, I think that's more that's more that's more of an electrical problem than the PS yeah. PS4. Yeah. And plus, I think that's highly exaggerated. Yeah. But anyways, Last of Us Part Two hit records. It mm-hmm. sold so many copies. It is insane. Um, I think it, they said somewhere that all the top games that were selling that month combined couldn't beat how many copies were sold that that yeah. month. So uh, props to that. Uh, they they did a really good job on this one. Uh, I'm halfway through this series. Uh, I've been streaming, watching uh, someone play it because I don't have time to play it. It's a long game. It's like over 40 hours or something like that if you um, really play it through. 
I love this story, dude. The story's so freaking good. Um, I don't want to spoil too much, but um, I I can't wait until this this uh the series, actual right? movie comes out. A series or movie? I don't care. Either if, way, if movie want, or show, live action. I don't something. really care. Yeah, I want a live action something because uh, this is so good. It's for uh, PS4, right? Not a PS. Not yeah, a PS4. PS4. No, no, sorry, not PS4. Uh, it's for uh, Xbox. Uh, <laughs> HBO. There you go. HBO, yeah, right? Think, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. Uh, yeah, I'm curious because yeah, this I, I remember the, the first one. Uh, it people loved it, and then the second one's coming out and it's getting big, re- big, great reviews. Uh, mm-hmm. so yeah, I'd be curious for a show or a movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, Anton. Uh, moving on to Warzone, our little Warzone update here. Uh, Call of Duty mm-hmm. Warzone has released a 200 player uh match. Uh, I tried it. God damn, is it crowded? <laughs> <laughs> it's, and still, a lot of people are complaining that it's still not enough people on on the the game. It uh. it depends. So, uh, tr- the normal gameplay or or like max number of players for the online uh, matches is 150. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the maps stay the same when they increase it to 200. And I would say the first one, there's, it's possible for you to land in an area and have a section for you and your other three other teammates, uh, to kind of prepare. Uh, for this one, it's very hard for you to land somewhere where somebody isn't. So almost immediately you're fighting somebody. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you, I, you cannot go more than a couple of minutes without encountering other people because the circle starts closing in. And if there's still a lot of people alive, those 200 players in a smaller circle, there's a lot of shootouts happening. <laughs> I have sniped, yeah, sure. I have sniped a couple of t- people as they, as like one team was fighting two other teams. And I was like, in the distance going, yeah, it's crazy to see this mm. amount of people uh, in one map. And I think it, it makes sense because it's uh, it's a big map. Yeah. The only times that we ever played anything more than 100 players was tribes. The maximum yeah. uh, people that could play tribes in a game is 128 people. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and that was so. what? Mm, thir- 2003? 2000. 2000? 2001, 2000. Yeah. Oh, we were in junior high. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. That's uh, a long time ago. Yeah. But during that time, 128 players in a game, there's no other game out there that does that. Shazbot. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, all right. So, moving on. Well, not, not just Xbox because the Warzone is cross platform. But, anyways, uh, we mm-hmm. talked about PlayStation. We'll talk about Xbox for a little bit. Uh, there is been a rumor for a couple of weeks now that there, mm-hmm. uh, here, Scarlet, uh, not Scarlet, Lockhart, Johansson. No, <laughs> uh, the code name Lockhart has been floating around mm-hmm. certain releases of Xbox, uh, software and hardware updates, uh, mm-hmm. because of NDAs, companies can't talk about what it is. Uh, but there was a rumor going around that Lockhart is actually a codename for Xbox Series S, which is supposed to be allegedly a lowered powered Xbox Series X. So mm-hmm. I think this goes in your favor that PlayStation might win this console war. If Xbox Series X is going to be the top tier, that means it has to compete with the more expensive disk drive PlayStation. Um, and then nobody's going to, you know, if, if the both PlayStations are the same side by side, except the, for the disk drive, who's going to really pay for the Series S? 
like the the lower powered version of the four models. Yeah, they might even have to scrap the S. I I don't know. I don't know what they're planning to do with it. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, I mean, well, hopefully this is just the I don't know cloud cloud version. I don't know what it was, but yeah, if mm-hmm. if it's a it's if it's a lower powered uh, Xbox, I don't think. I mean, it's gonna sell because for the kids, parents are just gonna buy mm-hmm. their kids the, the, the cheaper one. But the reviews is gonna come out of it. It's gonna be terrible. Uh, yeah. But so the Xbox, it, oh, Microsoft is gonna have their uh, their convention or their uh, announcements. I think this month or August. Uh, mm-hmm. So we'll we'll I think know it's more. This month. Then, Probably like right? mid 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 month or something. I know usually do it in July, but I mean the countdown's mm-hmm. begun. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so we'll see what comes out of that. Uh, also, I forgot to mention this one, Anton. But I know we're running long, but I just want to throw this out there. Uh, Fallout TV series coming from Westworld creators. Yeah, kind of interesting. Uh, I would like to see what it looks like. Yeah, so I, wouldn't, gonna... I, I wouldn't mind. I mean, uh, Fallout is such an amazing uh, storytelling game. So yeah. uh, having that as a TV series, I wouldn't mind it. Yeah, I mean, we don't know where the takes mm-hmm. place. Fallout has taken places in many cities. Uh, I think mm-hmm. it was in LA, Vegas, and DC. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if the series is going to take place in one of those or if they're going to try to a new area, maybe, I don't know, Pacific North, Northwest. Uh, yeah. But yeah, there's no release date. All we really know is going to be an Amazon Prime exclusive and Amazon has ordered the series. So it is going to be happen. They, they, they are funding mm-hmm. the first season com- uh, completely. They're not doing test shots yeah. or anything like that. I'm, I'm excited to see uh, Bolt Boy. Oh, that'd be cool. You know, more stuff is going to mm-hmm. come out of that. All mm-hmm. right, Antoine. <laughs> if people want to us uh, want to help want us, us want to us what <laughs> want our bolt boy all right if you boy. want to support us uh you can go to our website at www.the2oc.com and uh maybe buy some stickers t-shirts uh, maybe a hat and if there was something that we talked about on the show or something that you see on the feed like instagram facebook whatever uh it gives us a, a little kickback when you purchase something on amazon so that's awesome uh, yeah, sorry, my neighbors are starting the fireworks early. Apparently, it's not even noon, so I can't, you can't really see the sparklers. Uh, mm-hmm. So people can follow us on social media at the Two OC on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Uh, check out for the latest posts, memes. Uh, even our Twitter posts will occasionally post up some uh, nice little deals we find on Amazon. That uh, if you click on it. You get a sweet deal. We get a cut of that with no additional price to you. So a good way to support us if you're going to buy something anyways. Uh, you can send us an email at mail at the two OC.com to give us any feedback. What is your movie that you're looking forward to that got pushed out or which movies are you just over? Which one do you punch out of? Okay. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audio download and 30 day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash the TOC. There are over 180,000 titles to choose from and you can use it on your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. And so far, I think I've uh, integrated into my Echo Show. Uh, I don't know if you know what type of device that is. It's a little tiny screen. Not that tiny. I have a 10 inch one and actually, no, sorry. <laughs> We're talking about sizes here. Uh, I have a uh, eight inch one and also five inch one. So uh, you can think about it either way. Uh, I know uh, what I recommend. I know what audio we're going to be using for the intro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm editing this weekend. Uh, so uh, if, there was a book that I recommend this week. It would be Hamilton. I knew it. It's a really thick book. It's like 900 pages long. So it's good to listen to this 
unaudible. All right. Okay. Uh, all right, Anton. Is that it? We're done? Yeah. All right. Uh, for the 2OC, happy 4th of July. I'm Al Flores. And I'm Anton as well. See you guys. Peace out, guys.